to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Welcome back to the call-in show. Thanks for patience. Last week, as I was on uh, what I hope, well, it, it was a, it was a fun mini honeymoon. I don't know if it counts as the legit honeymoon, but we may do. And uh, glad to be back in the desk. Um, and we'll get uh, we'll get right into it here. I realize I explain the rules of the show every time. I'm just going to start saying see the YouTube description for the rules of the show because everybody knows the rules of the show. So we'll save a couple minutes going that route. But um, but uh, other than that, we'll get right to it. And we'll waste no time. So, ooh, lucky uh, Dangerous Spaces is up first tonight. Cheater. <laughs> and I should say, last call-in show before the election, too. We were just talking before live. Election really snuck up this year. So uh, get your predictions yeah. in tonight if you want to call you your shot. I have voted, yeah. But uh, I, I haven't sat down and made my official prediction of how the election's going to go. I'll do that before Sunday. And I will make my map. If you want to do that, we can compare. And I, sure. I, I haven't made an official prediction yet, but I will. Anyway. I'm not going to vote, I think. Ooh, well, uh, that's principled of you. <laughs> I guess. It's really going to piss people off, but whatever. Well, it does, to be fair, does it really matter in Idaho? Idaho ain't going Biden. Nope. Oh, matter. you there? Hey. Yeah, man. What's on your mind? Okay. I don't know what's going on there. I think I was muted. Um... Firstly, Matt, while I think of it, before, uh, basically before I forget, happy birthday to your mom for this Sunday. Oh, well, thank you. I think, yeah, I'll never forget. The reason you remember, is it because it's also your birthday or why is it that you remember? Yeah. Well, happy That's birthday right. to yeah, you. It's my birthday as well. So. Yeah. And yes, How happy birthday you? to my mom. So, oh, this year I'll, so this year I'll be celebrating my last uh, year in my 30s. Oh, oh Wow. What are your thoughts so, on that? Do you feel like, uh, is, is that, uh, is that getting old? Do you feel like you're over the hill or is that all right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it really is these, these days anymore. No. Hmm. I definitely don't feel like a kid anymore. I think that was a product of, yeah. uh, well, uh, the, I think the wedding too. It's like, all right, you're, you're a real adult now. I know. There's no, there's no childhood crap anymore. I know. Wait till you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> shit yeah well what's uh what's on your mind man um i figured i'd follow on a little bit from our conversation a couple of weeks ago of of why leftists uh say things where they don't necessarily think through the consequences and probably going to i don't know how to describe it so i'll just give the examples of the joe Biden comment of uh if you don't know whether he's for me or trump you ain't black yeah. And who's the other one? Chelsea. Um, Chelsea Handler. That's the, name. Han- that's the one of you can't vote for Trump. You're black. I'm mm-hmm. just looking at it going, that seems really racist to be telling people who they can and what they can and can't do based on 
on skin color. I'm just curious yeah. what you guys think of that. It just, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't. It really strikes me that they not let go of the mindset from back when you know they started things like the KKK and uh, Jim Crow and stuff like that. It really just seems like they still are within that thought process. Uh, yeah. I mean, part of me thinks that like they don't realize it. This is standard horseshoe theory stuff. Like, what what did I say on Sunday? Like, they're so not racist that they can tell black people what they can and can can't do. It's, it's just incredible to me. So I think part of it is just oblivion, like that they have no idea. Uh, and the other part is like maybe they actually are somewhat racist. Not that I particularly care, but like they think that pe- that they are obliged to vote a certain way because of um, because of their race. Hmm. What about you, sir? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I just think in terms of I don't I don't know because I think it really depends on what perspective they're coming from. I'm not sure if it really is that they're coming from the perspective of um, of oh, we're just doing this for because we need to help black people and we need to we need to do good things for them. I actually think it's because they they really are arrogant enough to think you're just owed uh, we're just owed your support. We're just owed uh, your viewpoints, your vote, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I just feel like they they just think that they're owed it. And how dare you? Yeah. How dare you view it any other way? Well, even best case scenario, if I'm trying to be as generous or charitable with them as possible, it shows that they have a worldview. They think that the, the best thing or the greatest thing you can do for someone is to, quote unquote, take care of them. And they think that by getting them to vote for Democrats, that's what they're doing. The best thing you can do for someone is to set them free, generally speaking. I think it's a I think it's a broad yeah. philosophical difference. They think they think it's charitable to or that you help other people by controlling them in a way, controlling them for their own good rather than setting them free and allowing them to pursue their own fate, whether that ends up good, bad or something in between. Yeah. But it's also the case of and I'm sure we've had this conversation before of of doing the compassionate thing isn't necessarily compassionate because there's unforeseen consequences that you're not necessarily thinking about. So if you do stuff for everyone, they become dependent, they become unable to take care of themselves yeah. if something happens and they need to. So really you should be you should be offering support. You should not be doing it for them. Yeah, but I don't think that that the left is genuinely compassionate. Like we talked the other week about the feeling you get when you do something that you perceive is good for somebody else. And a lot of people that that you know donate to charity and stuff. Like that one time I donated to the Indian dog charity. Oh, it was only once. I thought that, I thought you had a recurring monthly contribution. I did maybe I did it a few times. But that <laughs> that was about me and how it made me feel. And then I made sure to mention it like five times on the show. I mean, this wasn't about like, this was about me thinking that I'm a good person, not because I'm actually a good person. And I think that that's generally how the left is like, do, do they actually care about the plight of black people? Like, do they really, really give a no, shit? It's always about so. adv- advertising your own, um, your own goodwill. Yeah. There, there been, I, yeah. It was brought up in one of my hangouts uh, the other day. We were talking about studies that show conservatives to be generally more charitable than yeah. liberals or leftists. And it's it's been studied several times and generally comes out to be true. And that's, I, I think a lot of that is is related to what you're talking about, that you want to, you want to advertise your goodwill rather than actually demonstrate goodwill. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think it's philosophically yeah. based. 
We got to give you the boot. Mm. We give you the boot, Mr. Australian. Final man. thought if you want it, though. Yeah, probably final thought is I had. I'm looking at you posting in the um, reposting in the roll call. You took away my one job. What's I that? I was cleaning up the list for you guys. Well, the list looks like it's already pre-cleaned when you posted it. So. I didn't do, I actually didn't do anything different. I wonder if Discord has changed its formatting or something. Oh, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, because I, I didn't change anything about my process, but you're right. It looks much cleaner. Yeah. But anyway, it's fine. I mean, I'm still helping people when they're new to the show and stuff. So yeah, I, thank you, I man. Am, Appreciate I'm it. trying to contribute where I can because I can't really financially at the moment. So no, we appreciate all the help you've done. You've uh, offered in the Discord server for sure. Thank you. No worries. All right, have well, a good night. You guys have a good. Yeah, you good, guys have good, good day. Yeah. Amen. You guys have a good one. Okay, for the Republic is up after that. For the Republic, you're good to go if you're ready. All right, uh, Matt. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Really- um, I did one quick question uh, before my topic. You had uh, mentioned the other week that you used a quote from C.S. Lewis during your ceremony, and I, I did. was just wondering what that was. Uh, I the, I can't recite the quote to you out of memory, but it's about um, it's about marriage being more than just uh, more more than just um, love itself. It's about work. It's about effort. It's about purpose. I can't, it's, it's from mere Christianity. Um, I could oh, dig, really? I could, so I could look into my email inbox and probably find it because I, I have some emails back and forth to get this included. But if you, uh, if you have some thoughts about it, I can see if I can dig it up here. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, happy to hear that you actually had, uh, you know, been incorporating what you'd been listening to and learning from C.S. Lewis and mere Christianity. And I was just, you know, really excited that you've been taking that next step on that uh, journey. Yeah. I, uh, the, that book was very interesting. Cause as I've said, it, um, I went into it searching for an answer to a very specific question, which was how do we connect what I believe to be observably true and, and natural rights and natural law? How do we connect that general truth to the specific uh, story and teachings of Jesus Christ. That's what I went into the, sure. the book looking for. And I don't feel like that was answered to me, but there was a lot of clarity about the origin and objectivity on morality. I thought that was highly uh, valuable. Gosh, I, I'm still looking through my email here and trying to find the quote for you, but I don't know that I have it handy. Um, uh, I think I think I can Google it. Hold on. I think I remember. Um. Yeah, uh, I might I might have to punt on this one. I can't find the exact quote. I don't want to just sit here searching forever. Oh, that's 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 fine. But it's uh, it's truly remarkable how sometimes we uh, we find different answers to questions that we weren't even looking for originally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's what was such a great experience about that book. Ooh, I did okay. I did find a copy of our ceremony in my inbox, and I so I should have the quote in here. Uh, Yeah, the quote from C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, love is not merely a feeling. It is a deep unity maintained by the will and deliberately strengthened by habit, reinforced by the grace which both parties ask and receive from God. That was the quote uh, that we had to to finish our our ceremony. Wow. No, great great philosophy to live by. There's also that quote from C.S. Lewis that... uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it talks about the, like, being the first chapter in the greatest story ever told, which I, I actually kind of liked, but it's kind of like a basic bitch quote to put into your ceremony. So she didn't like it. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny because it was a little like I, I normally don't give a shit about fairy tale. Bag. Yeah, that kind of bullshit. And uh, I was like, well, what do you think about this? That's kind of cute. No, that's that's super gay. You got to take that out. No, nope, so, no deal. So, uh, but yeah, um, and I I distinctly remember listening to this part of the of uh, mere Christianity because I listened to it on audio, and uh, I distinctly remember listening to it uh, on a long hike in July, and so it's kind of burned into my brain because of the place that I was when I heard it for the first time. In addition to, I think it's philosophical value. But that's kind of it's cool when you have those experiences where you have sort of a uh, a great intellectual moment or a moment of clarity in a spot that's very memorable to you. So yeah. my phone's going off. Let me turn that off. <laughs> so she's texting me to say it was so gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's cool. Like that. The not only do I feel like that book was of high value to me for a way I didn't. I totally didn't expect necessarily, but the way it entered my life and the time at which it entered my life were also perfect. So it's that book definitely has a special spot uh, in, in my life for sure. Well, happy to hear that. I mean, one of my uh, favorite quotes from CS Lewis was uh, the truth is of course, that what one regards as interruptions are precisely one's life. Hmm. Yeah, I I definitely should read or listen to more. It uh, it was uh, there was a lot of value in in what I listened to already. So and a lot of people tell me they don't even like mere Christianity as their preferred uh, or their favorite C.S. Lewis work. So I'm sure there's a lot of good stuff out there that I have no idea about. Yeah, he's also got a couple uh, science fiction books, right? His space trilogy and all that other kind of stuff. But I I won't uh, take any more of you guys' time. Thanks so much and. uh, well, I hope everyone's got uh, their bug up eggs and gear and everything else all ready for next week. That's true. Well, we're good ready. Good luck to everyone on the coasts. Yeah, yeah it'll really. it'll be fun. I assume there'll be a show next Wednesday night, and we'll uh, maybe we'll have some call-ins from the uh, war zone. Who knows? Yeah, really. We'll Do you think we can goes. stream from the smoldering wreckage of our homes? <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Uh, Will th- we? Because I've been seeing a lot of Biden Harris signs, and my instinct always is to vandalize the house. they're they are around but i i definitely think if i just i I think there's a lot of shyness about being a trump supporter and i think there's a lot of obnoxiousness about being a biden person and biden may end up winning it's not certain i mean if you were betting i suppose that'd be the wise bet right now i guess why who thinks biden imagine thinking biden's gonna win after everybody if you believe the polling yeah but Anyway, man, thank you for the. I thoughts. have a kid. I have to stop doing that gesture. <laughs> I, I can't do it anymore. This is. I guess there are worse things to discover uh, footage of your mom doing on the internet than the jerk off <laughs> motion. But you know, you, poor little Emmeline. We don't want her to see that in the future. No, indeed, no. Yeah. All right. Thank no. you, man. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Uh, brother, legalize. Oh, I haven't. We haven't heard from Legalize for a little while. That'll be good to hear from him. Mr. Legalize, what's going on? Well, hello there, friend. Hey. How's it going? It's good to hear from you. What's been yeah, going it's on? Been, been a while. Well, not much. Not really much. You know, I had to start working again. I think the last time I called in was around when I was getting paid hundreds of dollars a week to uh, do nothing. But now I have to <laughs> that's work. right. That sounds rad. School. 
but I'm here actually to ask everyone who's watching right now to join the Discord server sometime before election night because we need some people in here to stay up all night and keep me company as I pull an all-nighter. Oh yeah, watching the news, watching oh, the carnage. I'm excited. It's just a voluntary all nighter. You don't. It's just you want to see what's going on. Yes, I want mm. to watch. I need content. I need it to be injected into my veins. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like the I don't. I don't go in the Discord server often, but like I did the other day because I was bored, and <laughs> it seems like it's descended to an even worse level. Like I've never seen the stuff that like it's this. Wonderful, in our isn't it? It's really crazy. Like I was in there and I was like, "Ooh, like we're this is worse than 4chan, maybe." Why why aren't uh, why didn't our Discord server get banned yet? They were up my I ass telling me they were going to ban it and I told them to go fuck themselves and then they did, I guess. It's yeah, remarkable it, it's not banned, yeah. It it's crazy cuz they said we will ban you if you don't take action and we yeah. haven't taken any action. Not if anyone's listening, we have. We've taken plenty, but um <laughs> yeah, it, really. We really have it uh, under control. Done a fantastic job. Yeah, I, I mean, delete everything. Go in there and then uh, do a search term for Hitler. No. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, or yeah, don't like search rainbows of, and unicorns. Well, that's it. And some yeah. uh, some uh, some of the N words got purged. I think when people when their third third or fourth accounts get banned and then they just come right back. Uh, yeah, this new is, account. It's just all about how Hitler was right. So uh, so <laughs> Matt, who did you vote for? I voted for Trump. If you're talking about presidency, yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. You thought because well, well, oh, you thought maybe I'd vote Trump, Joe, or did you think I'd vote Joe as in Jorgensen, or did you think I'd vote Biden? Well, I don't know because me personally, I was going to vote for Trump, but I decided to vote for the fountain pen solidarity. Uh, get out! Society. You get out of here! I they're, forgot. Uh, I almost forgot about this. I forgot about every this. home in the America in the United States. I was They're like, oh, it's so who, good who to is, hear his voice. It's been so long. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to smash your face. That's sorry, right. who is the fountain pen party candidate? Who, who is that person? You don't know? No, I don't. It's, it's Brian Goulet, owner of the Goulet Pen Company. Is that a real pen company? Yes, and it's a real person who owns okay. the pen company with his wife. Oh, that's kind of nice. I even yeah, spelled, they are nice. Fountain I pens, spelled it is. right first time. That's, I By the right, way, get, have get you out guys here. been using fountain pens lately? I mean... This is the this is a serious question. No. Why not? What's wrong with you? Because I type Great everything. I, I we I'm should re- return to a time you know should, where we we use you pens. should like journal or something. <laughs> I have nothing against against fountain pens. It's just it's just you know. I do now. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's true. okay. Okay. See you next time, man. Good to hear from me. He's already gone. I like that about legalize is he dismisses himself. That is very polite. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he Somebody does, call just... in and ask me why I'm not voting because the live chat's really mad about it. Oh, no. Well, uh, I knew oh, it was hey, going to make some people mad. Cass is not ATF. That's very good because uh, I'm glad to hear that he's not ATF because the ATF is going wild on pistol braces right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, what a yeah. wasted time. Yeah. How's they, it going? Are you following the ATF pistol brace saga? Honestly, not really. I just wanted to hop in here to contradict Legalize. Yeah, if you're not in the Discord server, uh, don't join it because Legalize is a colossal faggot. But if for some reason (laughs) anyone who's listening is in the Discord and isn't calling in, we're going to be playing Among Us down in general. That's all. He's out of here. He doesn't even want to talk ACF. All right. 
Well, if you want to join the uh, faggot wars in the Discord, that, I guess <laughs> you you know how to you know how to get involved. Is that what we've descended? Our Discord has descended. This into? is my greatest contribution to the world: is uh, creating a venue, creating the Coliseum of um, of uh, yeah. I guess the what's a clever term for the battle on on who's a faggot in in these? Do you uh, think the fight is like oh? <laughs> no, the the fight is various slurs and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, other degeneracy. That's what the fight is. That's true. Uh, okay, Miss Malevolent. Oh, Miss Malevolent. We've heard we haven't heard from her in a little bit. We got uh, we got some legacy callers tonight. Oh, it's good to hear from oh. you. Is it Miss Malevolent? Oh, hey. Yeah. Yes. Hi. It's been, a while. It's Hi, been so long. I know. Well, congratulations are and I missed you guys too. Congratulations <laughs> are in order, Matt. Oh, thank you. Happy. And I, um, I repeat everybody else's uh, what they want for you, which is to uh, have a few more mats. Around. <laughs> I, I, I Matt would. I will repeat. It'll probably be sooner <laughs> rather than later. But I don't like to jinx such things, you know. Okay, They'll be good, mediating. Good, good. Fights on the playground. Just name all of them Matt, like George Foreman does with his kids. Does he have multiple George Juniors or what? Every single child, every male child is George. Well, how does how he differentiate? Does he manage? Yeah. yeah. It's just George the first, George the second, George the third. Okay. I think one of his little well, girls is Georgina or Georgette or something. Oh. Now I'm going to anyway. look. You got me curious. It's narcissism of the highest order. <laughs> it's true. But though. I kind of like it. You should have named By one the of way. them uh, Panini Grill or something like that. <laughs> Panini Grill Foreman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I wanted to say, ask you, Blonde, have you, are you still abstaining or did you go out and vote? Or are you going to vote? Or I... I am going to abstain. So we talked a lot about this um, husband proxy vote, and I think that's a really good idea in general. Um, but I'm I'm really serious about this repealing the 19th thing. And I think that probably for me, the most philosophically consistent position is for me just to abstain from voting. Um, and I live in Idaho where it's genuinely not going to matter, except oh, we are okay. having some local political issues where it might be important. I can register to vote still. I could still vote if I wanted to, but I'm thinking like, eh, eh. Well, I wish you'd change your mind at least for this one. And if you want to abstain from now on, I, I will say this. I, I appreciate that you're putting your money where your mouth is. Though. <laughs> Very few people are consistent with that, but I, I want the numbers higher because you know, yeah. I'm, I may not get what I wish, which is an absolute blowout uh, popular vote and electoral college, but I wish we had the numbers because I, I just don't want to have any more of this, which is what they want, um, This have this cloud of, is he uh, really president? You know, and if he really what? You cut out. He's legitimacy. Uh, is he really a legitimate oh, oh, yeah. president. Yeah. I'm I'm tired of this crap. I want it to be absolutely definitively def uh stated that he is yeah. the president. But we'll what, see. What uh what state are you in if you're comfortable sharing? I don't think we've heard before. Texas. Oh, are you are you buying Chaos. the uh 
Are you buying the hype about Texas being a, a blue state? NBC changed it to toss up, I think, in their latest polling. Hell no. Or, no. Uh-uh. Not at all. I, I would mean, be shocked. Yes, there, there, I will be shocked too, but there are a lot of um, uh, blue enclaves like Austin, um, Dallas, and Houston. You know, the usual the yeah, big yeah. cities. Um, but I just, no, I don't see it more to the point. Um, I, you know, I have a, a previous coworker who I would get into debates with um, about the, the wonderful world of social, socialism. And, oh, no. uh, and he's voting for Trump just because he hates, the, he hates the media. Wow. He, does, he doesn't love Trump. He he thinks Trump is an idiot, and he, he <laughs> really kind of hates him. Yeah, but, but he hates the he media more. Hates, he hates the media more, hmm. and he hates the you know how they frame the riots. He hates the riots, and so he's like, and it, it's causing problems well, with his relationship. I, I've been wondering. I've been wondering if these his Philly woman riots still believes she he's the he's the Antichrist. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I as as Philadelphia goes into insane riots this week, I've been thinking, what what if that single handedly uh, sways the election? Let's say that the riots. Pens- yeah, let's because Pennsylvania may very well be a decisive state. What if Pennsylvania is won by Trump by, say, I don't know, 5000 votes or a, or a pretty slim margin? I would never stop laughing. That would be uh, hilarious. Oh, you, you'd um, have to track down that guy stealing the dryer from the appliance store. Oh, it was so funny. He, he would be the um, he'd be the Anthony Weiner of this election, the guy who <laughs> single handedly swung it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, 2016, he was aghast that Trump won, and he, you know, I orange man bad, and now 2020, voting for Trump. Yeah, so, yeah. I think I think it's possible that people don't understand how the media has broken so has fractured itself and has made people literally angry like they don't love Trump. I mean he says I like what Trump did he didn't start any new wars. I like the taxes but you know I don't like the man. Yeah, that's fine. He yeah, hates the media so much that he's yeah. making a protest vote for Trump. There got to be some people like that. I, I think there are probably a lot. Yeah, I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, reconsider, yeah. Reconsider if the socialists can do it. You- Maybe you that's can sway true. her on the old plan of uh, what did you have? It was hashtag like it was something about supporting your husband. The, just hus- the husband proxy vote. Yeah, there you go. Yes. All right. Well, it's good to hear your voice, Miss Malevolent. Thank you for calling in. And uh, love to hear you guys. Stay Take sane out there. Yes, you too. Yeah. All right. Have a good Bye. night. Bye. Okay. Somebody or- said, uh, "Blonde just doesn't want to leave the house." That also <laughs> has fact. It's so cold. I'm so cold. Do I? I can I confess that I did in fact mail my ballot back. That's is fine. that is that bad of me? I did not mm-hmm. walk it into the. Uh, to the polling place, which I probably should have, but you know, I had shit going on with the wedding. I was like, I, here you go. I'm just dropping it in the mailbox. It's fine. It's cool. Confess to my sins. It feels good to uh, get that burden off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get Orwell's go- ghost in here. He's up next. There we go. Orwell's ghost. You're good to go. If you're ready. 
give him a second, get that mic unmuted. Jonas Slav is up after that. Jonas Slav, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hello. What's on your mind? So, two possible topics for you. Why, what has Trump accomplished that's actually good for all Hmm. of you, either wake nats or right softies? Or, option number two, why the right should not be so fantasizing about a civil war, a boogaloo? Boogaloo. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the more interesting topic to me, I would say. But I I would say that I don't, I I mean, I'll I'll let you go first and then I'll respond. I I guess I have questions about the fantasy angle on that. Well, I just say the fantasy angle about it because, as Blonde often says, well, eventually everything is going to collapse and then there'll be a righteous confrontation and violence. Mm -hmm. And because of the righteousness of our cause and the strength of our will, we will survive and flourish, and out of this ashes of this corrupt world, we will make a new world, is the romanticized version of what she's saying. Am I characterizing that right? I don't know. I mean, sometimes I believe that. And sometimes I believe we're just going to be living in squalor and eating bugs, and I'm going to be foraging for mushrooms and berries, and I'm going to eat the wrong one, and then I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there is that, and we're probably going to be eating bugs anyway with how things are shaping out but as far as why a boogaloo we should try to avoid it as on the right as much as we can with our current circumstances a number one all the federal bureaucracy all the deep state atf fbi most of the doj state department cia they all 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 what they were saying over this even over this past summer number one threat is white supremacy and any no matter what we say we are, that's how we'll, we will be construed as. Yeah. Secondly, yeah, how on earth would a right faction organize themselves across the country? All information is controlled by big tech. Are we going to send carrier pigeons? Are we going to be sending encoded messages by mail? That doesn't seem practical. That doesn't seem useful. That doesn't well, we're, we're just going to have to do it without coordinating with each other. Like The only way this can be done is on a community level with people in person and then just making sure that your organization is not infiltrated by the FBI. But to his point, I, well, yeah, there's that too. I I mean, I I guess I can't speak for everybody, but I I would grant the point on a lack of organization being a serious weakness. And I can say that, I mean, I've been talking about that for the last year saying I barely even know my neighbors and I've been trying to do better at that. And I have, it's a big problem, but yeah. yeah, I think that your point about if you had to respond in quick fashion, I think not a lot of people are actually prepared for that. Okay. Additionally, all the major corporations, assuming that we aren't crushed by the feds, mm-hmm. all major corporations are dominated culturally by the left. Even if they might be just in it for the money, all of the PR points that they're putting out are for the left. They aren't going to be giving any possible funding for us. In the American Revolution, all of the richest men in America, they were well-respected, they were high authority, they had a whole bunch of land, they had a whole bunch of money, and they used it to fund their war effort. We don't have that. Yeah, but if there's hyperinflation, none of that's going to matter anyway. What's going to matter assets. is... Yeah, but but a lot of us have assets too. What's going to matter is people's, people's baseline survival skill set if we get into a situation where there's a civil war and hyperinflation. Um, I think the economic thing is really what would tip the, tip the scale and delve us into civil war in which case uh being like jack dorsey like super duper rich it's not really going to help you he's still a you know a giant pussy 
oh yeah, he's absolutely a giant pussy, but you're thinking of like general anarchy. You're thinking of, oh, there's a mass civil unrest and nothing is worth anything. I'm thinking more, oh, there are two major factions that are engaging in guerrilla warfare against each other, like the troubles in North Ireland or Afghanistan. Things that's that are true. still assets. There are still things that are worth things. Well, we would have the U.S. military, who would clearly defect. I mean, they're seventy percent conservative. Maybe. I, I am very confident they would defect. What do you think, Skag? Um. Oh, if it came down to an actual civil war, would the, yeah, I don't think that you're going to see a lot of military loyalty to a like a leftist overthrow. Um. I don't know, but that said, I don't think it'd be everybody. I think you'd probably see a fair amount of people who are loyal to the commander in chief at that point too. I, I wouldn't. But they're put it still as not going to be able way. to mobilize the military to do anything. Uh no. I mean, I think if you're asking people to actually kick down the doors of American citizens, you're going to have serious not problems. Happen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll just get the ATF to do that, or like <laughs> yeah, that's, local cops. That, that's true. You're right. They haven't had hesitation like, about sniping dogs or wives in the past. Yeah, Local I mean, cops aren't going to do anything in these conservative areas. Hmm. The, the ATF areas, is, no, is largely like, ineffectual. Like, uh, and then all of us own else? guns. I mean, all I of think, us own guns. All of them own guns. Everybody has guns. We're all going to shoot each other. Well, like, this, I don't know. That winning strategy. The, the left doesn't. I don't think that they're largely gun owners. And I don't think that they're proficient in firearm use. They have the money. They have the assets. They have the wealthy class, the elite on their side. Do you think that Jeff Bezos won't be able to fabricate enough weapons to distribute to these people if there were to be a mass civil anarchy? That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But we do have the jump on them in terms of training. Yeah, but if you can, I mean, you don't you don't have to be the world's greatest sniper if you have, you know, superior firepower. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be pretty. I really don't. I don't want to do this, but like also uh, as a conservative, you know, we're going to have nowhere to nowhere to go here soon. So like, what's the plan? I just, and at I some just, point we have to I just fight. don't think we're going to see that sort of, I don't think we're going to see that kind of traditional warfare type thing. I think it's going to be some that. kind of like technological, it's going to have some weird black mirror element. I think it's not going to be like mm. fighting in the street, but to his point though, I mean, who controls tech infrastructure? Yeah. 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 So, Anyway, to all the people who are out there infatuated with the Boogaloo, don't do it. Everyone who is advocating that, they're a federal agent. Ignore them, block <laughs> them, and go away from them. No, I they would agree. Funny. And that that's what I wanted to say is that, uh, it, like, in no way do I personally fantasize or long for this sort of thing. I think it's important to be prepared in case aggression is committed against you. But I, I'm not looking to fight anyone. I don't want to have any sort of conflict in the way you're describing uh, I think you just got to be prepared if, in case the fight is brought to you. Yep. Uh, final word yeah, as sure. far as what the right should do. Um, I would definitely say follow Nick Fuentes, the America First agenda, which is get in control of the GOP, make the right into a new right that is strong and nationalist, wield power and use it to crush our enemies. That's the only way that we're going to get through this. We got to tread on them, you're saying. <laughs> what's the other option they're gonna put us in gulags I, I, yeah. I, listen i'm kind of they're gonna put us in jail they're gonna <laughs> take your children and put you in jail i i know i know I, I i i believe me i want to i want nothing more than to be left alone to the point you're making there are lots of people who will never leave you alone that is a problem yeah, yeah. have a good night you folks yeah thanks and man. hopefully this is food for thought yeah thank you have a good night
Oh, uh, I do. I was going to mention too. I mean, rural America supplies food for the r- the rest of America. That's true. It would be, yeah. They they can't. Um, I mean, geez, can you imagine food supply being diminished in that way? Yeah, they would have a real problem in that regard. Yeah. Um, Orwell, uh, are you there? Let's let him hang out a sec. We are due for a break. Um, to our D Live viewers, something's going haywire with my D Live super chat monitoring system. So it's not showing me any chats, though I can see record of some. I just want to say thank you to you guys who are supporting the show over on D Live. I apologize if I can't get to you specifically tonight because something's going weird. But I am, I'll try to see if the system comes back online. And thanks for supporting the show. Let me see uh, over on Streamlabs. What we're uh, what we got? Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this chat from my penis is throbbing. Matt, have you ever done LSD? No. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> have you ever done LSD, Blonde? Can I ask you that? Me? Yeah. Uh, no comment. Uh... Oh, there's your answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to ke- uh, check in on YouTube? Sure. Do, 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 do. All right. Sorry, this takes forever now because she made it worse. Uh, X Lightbringer says, Miss Sunday stream. So just wanted to say again, congratulations, Madam Best Wishes. This is a big ass donation. And thanks oh, again wow. for what you both are doing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the show. That's very kind of you and very much appreciated. I am not going to. Uh, Darlene Kate says, "Trust me, age is relative." I know that's what I keep telling myself every year. <laughs> like it's not so bad. I'm not one year closer to death. It's, it's <laughs> Thank um, you, Darlene. Long Dong John says, "My prediction: Trump wins, but the Dems gain the Senate and keep the House. Expect nothing to get done at best, and them impeaching their way to President Pelosi at." Would they try it again? I mean, that result, I actually wouldn't be that mad about. Divided government and nothing getting done is better than terrible laws being passed. That's kind of a partial win, at least. But if that happened, would they really try the impeachment charade again? Really? I, I just think the the American public's uh, tolerance for that would be so worn thin. I, I, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe the appetite to... But to impeach their way to, to President Pelosi, of course, they'd have to go through Pence, too, or whoever the vice president may be at the time. That yeah. that would be such an overt, ridiculous political move. I don't think that would be tolerated. That is, that is almost an act of war at that point. Don Trump says, Jesus, blonde is hot. What happened? Well, I lost the baby weight. That's probably. Oh, have you? Fun. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I'm like three pounds away. Well, from that's me. close enough, I would say. Cody Jason's congratulations to Matt. Damn, Cody. Holy cow. Well, geez. Uh, appreciate the support for oh, the show, guys. Thank you. That's very kind of you and uh, very much appreciated. Um, Harvey Prentice says, AIDS Gandalf is going to face charges <laughs> for lying to the Senate. Ted Cruz baited him hard. He does look like AIDS Gandalf. <laughs> uh, you, that's so funny. If you guys didn't see this referring, of course, to Jack Dorsey, the Twitter CEO, I assume, right? That's AIDS Gandalf. That's what he means. Uh, did you see the segment? Yeah, crazy. Ted Cruz is, you know, really improving himself in my. Ever since he went bearded, Ted, he's yeah. really, yeah, he's really upped his game. If people didn't see, uh, Ted was questioning him about 
the the blocking of the New York Post story. And Jack Dorsey was saying, well, we only did that for 24 hours. You can share it freely now. And, and Ted Cruz was saying, no, you can't. And Jack Dorsey was saying, yes, you can. Lo and behold, you still can't. And people are saying, that's a lie. Yeah. Did he perjure himself? Uh, is, is it a mistake? Is it a, I don't think he's going to be prosecuted or something for perjury. I, I have a hard time believing that that was a pure mistake. And then Jack goes on Twitter and says, I know that we have a lot of people who are having trouble seeing Twitter as being a good faith actor, but we're going to work to restore your trust. What can we do to restore your trust? I don't know. Stop banning people. Stop deleting shit. Stop blocking shit. Stop lying about it. Fire JJ immediately. It's hard yeah. for me to grant good faith when to to believe he's being a good faith actor there. You have to believe he knows nothing about his company or its operation, which maybe that's true, but that's that's not a great excuse. No, no, it's not. Um, let's just do two more. Uh, William Buffington. No, no. Thank you, sir. And Billy Swaggins. Please split the 790 for blonde and 1210 for Matt. Must perpetuate the patriarchy. <laughs> Done. Yeah, we'll since you're principled now on not voting, we have to renegotiate our agreement I'm, and 77 cents on the dollar, just uh, yeah. just as the patriarchy would have it. All right, uh, let's let's hop back into callers then. Uh, Orwell's ghost was in here. I think he might have had to take off. I'll try him once more. He is still around. Orwell, you there? All right, maybe he's having some trouble. Let's let's try uh, mustache Asian. Guys. Oh yeah, there Guys. you go. What's on your mind? Oh, nothing. Um, yeah, sorry, I was having some mic problems. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Matt. Um, oh, thank you. Real quick, yeah, of course. Um, hoping you guys could and and wish my girlfriend a happy birthday. I think oh, she's listening right now. Happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday! Is it today or is it soon? Oh, uh, it's it's tomorrow. It's ah, tomorrow. excellent. How old is she? Uh, she's gonna turn thirty. Ah, well, Ooh. she has to kill herself now. That's the, yeah. them's the rules. <laughs> Yeah, so um, everybody's been talking about, I, I don't really necessarily want to talk about this, but just some food for thought on everybody um, with regard to the election. So I've got kind of a working theory. If it actually happens, it's not going to be mm-hmm. a theory, it's going to be reality. If if Trump wins the popular vote, so I left a link in the general chat, um, if Trump wins the popular vote and manages to win Wisconsin and like the main one, you know, that like one electoral vote, or maybe it's the oh, yeah. Basically, if he wins, basically, if he wins Maine, he's mm-hmm. going to be the only president next to George Washington who will win electoral college vote because. Sorry, uh, you're, you're cutting out on me. He's the only president since Washington who did what? Who will win the who will win a unanimous electoral college vote? Uh, what do you mean? How are you defining that? What do you mean? No, so he will win all 535 votes. They've all these blue states, California, New York, you know, the big like. Oh, oh, oh. Are you talking about the interstate compact? Yeah, yeah, the interstate compact. I was looking at they all really all of them? All of them. They've all signed in. They all have passed laws? Yes. It is in their legislation. So real Yeah. I I think this is gonna come back to really yeah, if he yeah, wins the popular vote, you're really, telling me California is going to fork over their electoral votes to, to Trump? Oh, no. My brother and I think that they're going to hold emergency sessions of legislation to take yeah. their votes back. There's yeah, no I, way. I, 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 yeah, I don't see that happening. But um, um, I still think Trump's going to win. But, you know, fingers crossed. Anyhow, um, no, what I was going to do is I've, you know, one of the things is I've been trying, I've really been trying so hard to kind of check out of this, just the 
kind of the political rhetoric and stuff because it's so goddamn exhausting. Mm-hmm. And and so I mean I've been yeah. I, I'm in my second graduate school class right now for a master's Ooh. in history. And so um, yeah, past the first one, I was having a little bit of you know past the first one very well. Got a pretty high A in that one. In the second one, this is struggle sessions at the beginning of it, but I've I've managed to dig myself out of a hole. And so I guess what I've decided to do is um, I'm going to start a history channel and it's not showing up in the search. So I'm going to wait until I actually get a video video loaded and then I'll stand for it a little more later. But it's just been a lot of fun reading back through history. And I'm going to read Blonde a quote real quick. I found this. This is from Pliny the Elder uh, from his natural histories. I mean, this is 2000 years ago. as I see it, the poor spending habits, the weak financial state of the Republic was the direct effect of the ostentatious consumption patterns of women. <laughs> yeah. Probably. So, yeah. so these dudes, these dudes were fucking based. And what I realized is the human condition, the kind of the, the, the way in which human beings interface with each other, just the psychology of general doesn't change. It's just, you know, like you guys have talked about before, the platforms change, the technology changes, but the actual spirit of humans doesn't change. I mean, this guy yeah. wrote this 2000 fucking years ago and <laughs> he, you know, and he, I mean, he absolutely got it right. I mean, it's true yeah. today. I was talking to my girlfriend about it and she's, you know, she's a Democrat and I was talking to her about it. She's like, no, you're absolutely right. Like the market is completely driven by women. For um, sure. Commercial mm. market. And so. But, but anyhow, it's, it's been, what she's a Democrat and she wants a happy birthday from us. Yeah. Well, you know, she, <laughs> there, there's some, you know, she's got to be available to some reason. I'm not, man. I'm not going to say what she's, what, you know, her reactions to blonde and blondes, like repeal the 19th. You know, she, <laughs> she's, she's, she's pretty, she's pretty cantankerous about that. Which, yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm with you, Matt. I'm not with you blonde, but I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. I, I you know, I respect the reasoning behind it, but, uh, just not my bag but i uh um, i'm gonna try and do like non or uncontroversial things you know like talking about military battles do some like biological profiles and stuff like that and and when it gets a little when when i finally get some videos out there i'll stand for it a little more i'm sure there's no rule like i said i can't really search it right now but i I tried searching it in youtube earlier and it just wasn't showing up so uh um, the only things you can search are msnbc cnn and fox news those are the only three things you can search on youtube regardless well, in that in that case, what I'll do is, if it's okay with you guys, next time, I mean, since I'm kind of shilling for it anyway, I'll, I'll just put it in the general chat. And, sure. Um, yeah, I um, I'm always looking for user video content to put on my website too. So just send me a link, and I, I throw it up on the the website. And that's a good time to remind people that if you're interested in checking out videos from the community, it's on the community page of my website. I'm trying to refresh it every month. And honestly, yeah. I don't get that much content sent to me. So if you have stuff, please do send it my way. Yeah. And I think, and, and, you know, I'll just take another second. One of the things, you know, you've sent me some, you sent me some helpful emails from my other channel. I'm just going to be completely unpolitical. It's just, it's not fun anymore. I, sure. I, like, I, I can't, and it's, it, I just don't have the wind. It's not, it's, it's, it's really stressful. So, yeah. um, I yeah, you got to follow thing, what's fun for you and what you enjoy. Yeah. And this really is. And I think I'm going to do it, you know, at, at least in the beginning, very simple, you know, just one background, no graphics, no nothing like that. going to be more of a podcast style. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try 
try and keep it within like the 90 to 120 minutes. Um, people who are like driving to work, make their, you know, people like long form content these days. Yeah. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. Do it more of a podcast, but anyhow. Um, yeah, it was good talking. I haven't talked to you guys. I think since before the pandemic, I just can't, I, I can't get in because your way of organizing stuff is shit. But, you know, that's, that's <laughs> fine. I know you guys, I know you guys have to get through new. So it's, yeah, it's no, no, I like I like the randomization system. I know it's uh, it's unpredictable, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a little hey, more fair, and it's not as much of a game of getting on the button at the exact right time. Yeah, right. It's 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 fine, you know, and it's one of those things where it's just you know it's a pleasure to just get get here and shit with you guys every sure every you know now every couple of months you just, <laughs> every couple of weeks now, but yeah, anyhow, um, yeah, I'll kick myself out. You guys have a good one and uh, stay safe and. Thanks, you as well. MAGA 2020. Yeah, good luck with the channel. Okay. Uh, let's see. I still have to get to Mustache Asian, right? He is up next. Mr. Asian, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hi. Let me pause the stream. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Seattle's going nuts. What's been what? going What's I haven't heard much out of Seattle or Portland for a minute. Actually, well, I mean, like in my neighborhood, like first time in a while, I, I think I sent you the email. I don't know if you remember about. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. The hate crime. Uh, uh, old couple who got hate crime. Yeah. Over Sorry, you cut out lives. a little bit, but do you want to explain the story for Blonde right. in the audience? So basically, uh, 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 old couple who had who put up a blue, blue lives matter or like a thin blue line flag in their yard and they got shot up um, drive by style. You no. Know, but one o'clock in the morning yeah and this is not far away from me and no per no person who lives just about four doors down from them so, yeah. yeah yeah and they uh, didn't get hit right they just someone just shot up their like house front no was this in like shoreline uh, or some shit no no north seattle so yeah, so it was and, definitely you know, black way uh <laughs> i'm not sure it is pretty grainy there was actual like surveillance uh, footage of that uh, the camera footage of that shooting yeah, and it was yeah, it Yikes. was not pretty, and yeah, and my neighbor across the street just started moving out like yesterday, you know, and and I guess good for them because they have got three little kids, you know, they have to, they probably should be getting out of this area because hmm. it's getting less safe. You know, did they catch the people day. who did it, or did that just go? They no, haven't, they haven't found it. It's probably very hard to track. Yeah. down completely like because they are getting people are quitting left and right and over yeah the seattle police get, force uh, is pretty decimated it sounds like quick yeah yeah there's a cut so by 50 percent, right yeah but i mean well the good about uh, almost maybe not just yet but they probably don't have to cut that much anymore because people are quitting by themselves yeah way so yeah 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 yeah, and I mean, prepping wise, you know, like there's a you know the, the website that has a like Trump supporter mapped out. Oh my god! Are you saying they're doxing people and posting yeah. it or something? Yeah, they're doxing. Yeah, posting like if you say search like Trump donors, like you can find it like god, just dude. mapped out near you. Um, and, and yeah, I, and I, this is on. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. people are but, sick. Yeah, yeah, and and I look, but it's a good way to map out where the trouble spot maybe maybe yeah are you uh are you worried about are, 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 you said are you still living a couple miles out of seattle or what's the st what's the what's the status like right 10 now miles out of seattle are you worried about how seattle's yeah, gonna be miles. on election night or what, what are your kinda, thoughts kind of worried yeah i probably will have my cameras 
like if I can rolling, yeah, see if anything comes down my street. But you know, but then it's like you know, if you defend yourself, like yeah, like the, 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 you will get into a lot of trouble. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. yeah. It's like how what was the line? Do you stay on your street? Like if trouble mm-hmm. comes or whatever mm-hmm. else you can do. So, but me for me, I probably just stay on my street to yeah. do whatever I could do. So yeah, and I've been hoarding medical supplies. Yeah, medical supplies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because even though I'm kind of far away, it's still not like, you know, if there's no guarantee that it's not going to come up that my ways, you know, the shooting. Uh, yeah, better better that. safe than sorry. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, how close yeah. is the shooting at all close to you? About a mile away. So, yeah, like away. all things like, considered, I can, very I can close. Hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I was lying in bed. I was hearing, like, is that fireworks or is that? Oh, you actually shot? heard it. Kind of that particular shooting. I actually heard it. Wow. Yeah, I think I actually heard it. Yeah, it was on Friday night, and I was kind of late, just lying in bed, and just, yeah, like nine shots. Mm. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man, nice. and uh, all the best for election night. Hope everything stays safe. Obviously. Yeah. And uh, let us know if you see anything crazy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I can get a job in wisconsin i've got an interview you know, oh cool felt okay about it good you know, hopefully i can i can get out here soon so you can go hang out with kyle oh kyle. kenosha kyle oh <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah yeah I'm, uh not super close to that but yeah to so hang out with kyle sure all right yeah cool. thank you man cool. all right have a good night Later. does it matter is up next Does it matter? You're good to go. Give him a second on the mic. Visconti is up after that. Visconti, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. After that, we got uh, Buddha Fett. Looks like he had to take off. Okay. We'll get to a we'll get to a caller at some point here. Okay, I got you, boss. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah, I had oh, not a whole lot. Um, long time no chat. I think last time I chatted with you guys was back in January of 2018. Oh wow! Oh, it's been that long. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been a while. So uh, I've Discord got really crazy, and I stopped messing around with it. So uh, back on Discord again. Uh, this time for school. So I've been playing house husband for a while. Mm. Anyways, long story short, I couldn't let it go. Uh, too many, too many significant life events, I guess, for myself and for you guys. So hmm. I don't think I actually sent it in the super chat to say congratulations, blood on the baby. Thank you. And obviously for you, Matt, happy birthday and congratulations on the marriage. Oh well, thanks. I got married, I got married myself last. Month. Oh. Oh, when, when did you get married? I'm sorry, it wasn't last month. It was August. Later. Oh, so you had a Corona wedding too? I had a Corona wedding, and not only that, but I also got married on her birthday. Oh, well, oh, that's yeah. very cool. Uh, was yeah. your was your wedding impacted, or did you were you able to skirt some of the the rules? Um, we were able to skirt a few of the rules. It's it was it really wasn't that bad. Um, the uh, we wanted a small wedding to begin with. We didn't want mm-hmm. anything huge. Yeah. So we and attended the wedding, and it was it was fine. But there was a lot of smoke because of the fires out here. Oh, oh yeah. What what state are you in? Colorado. Oh, okay. Did Colorado have a bad fire year or was it just coming over from other states? Um, it was really bad this year. Very, hmm. very bad. I've only been here in this uh in town for about four four years now. Hmm. And 
Um, I know that the largest Colorado fire that we that they've had in history was ooh back in twenty I think eleven. It was years and years ago, and just this year we broke it three different times. So wow, the snow the snow recently has helped tamp it down, but they're not sure if, if it's going to put it out completely. So God, we're, really? We're hoping. Oh yeah, yeah. The two of them actually were only ten miles apart. Uh, and they're just up north of us. Nice. Hmm. Um. Anyways, congrats to the both of you. Um, I yeah, congrats question. to you, man. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Um, and the missus says hello as well. She's at work. Oh, well, hello. Hey, girl. <laughs> so uh, real quick, uh, with all this talk that's going on about this nonsense, um, you know, we've, we've all taken our, our black pill, our red pill, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I just want to kind of take a reality check here for a second. And I'm wondering, in a real sense, because everybody's kind of positing theories, I have my own and some of the shit keeps me up at night. But to make a long story short, I'm just trying to figure out what role do we think that, or narrative do we expect the MSM to say, not they play, we know what role they're going to play, mm-hmm. but the mainstream media, I mean, I'm talking like CNN, MSNBC, what are they going to be saying when the narrative about who cheated the most during this election? Oh, I, the, I watch, they'll totally reverse on voter fraud because every morning I, tur- I turn it on and they say something like Trump claims without evidence of fraudulent, fraudulent activity. And, and, you know, you go look and there's a story. Now, granted, the stories tend to be small in scale. People throwing away ballots here or trying to mm-hmm. light a ballot box on fire there. But they always dismiss it as no evidence. These people are so brazen. I guarantee it will be if Trump wins. The narrative will be uh, mass cheating led to Trump win, mass voter yes. fraud. No matter, that's, yeah. what, that's what they'll say. Do you think that they have a couple of things pointed out already? They have sorted out as far as cheating goes. Will they find a magic room somewhere stuffed with Trump ballots? <laughs> uh, well, I don't. Will they even have to have evidence? I mean, that's the thing. They'll just say it. They just say things all the time, like this Russian disinformation stuff on the Hunter Biden thing. They just say it. They just make it up as they go. Yeah. At the end, does it go to the courts? Like, uh, is this election like, decided in the court? Um, mm-hmm. If I was betting right now, I'd bet yes. Ooh, really? <laughs> the mail-in yeah. ballots is gonna it's gonna make it dicey because there's no hanging chads like it was with uh, yeah. Bush v. Gore. Well, and here's the thing: we were just talking about floor, uh, 2000 the other night. I was talking to some people about it, and I was 13 then, so I don't have a lot of memory of how that played out. So I was looking at. Uh, how that how that went down. So that's that basically the Supreme Court deciding on a Florida issue, a Florida election problem. What happens if you have what happens if you have 10 Floridas this election? How, how is that going to get resolved and on what sort of um, timeline? And I think it's going to depend on I'm, I'm no uh, I'm no interstate expert on there on each legislature within the state, but it's going to end up going to each of the state's constitution, hmm. uh, I believe, or their legislature. Maybe this their Supreme courts. It's going to be, um, they're going to have to provide uh, tons and tons of evidence in each state of their, um, of their election, uh, of their election boards and how they run it and their evidence. That's my guess. And this, I, I looked up the date too, cause we were curious. That case was decided December 12th, 2000, the Bush. It v- took a v- long board. time. <laughs> Yeah, Bush v. Gore in 2000. So even that was a month after. If if we have a nightmare scenario where a dozen states totally screw this up and have no answer and have to resolve it in either their state courts or at the federal level, uh, I, I don't know. I just, um, there are a lot of people who think we're going to have results pretty quickly. I tend to think that we're not going to know for a long time. 
that we're going to sit in limbo on this. And yeah. cynically, Weeks, I believe I some think. of that is potentially by design. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, sort of, sorry. Yeah, go I'm having to agree. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. It's, it's like, I kind of figured that out a while ago. And then I guess Tim Pool had quoted somebody a couple, about a month or so back about how the election results were going to go. And I've been thinking about that since the beginning, actually since Kavanaugh. I was like, well, how is this going to play out? And I've been trying to play that game ever since. And actually, ever since then, I tried to tell my aunt this. Um, ever since that point, I, I gave up on anything on the, on the left. I mean, the whole party, wholesale, whole cloth, everything. Just, I will never vote for any of their programs, anything ever again. Yeah. Never. And I just can't do it. It's not in good conscience. And I told, my, I told some of my family members that. And they're just like, I don't know. But anyways, long story short, I just wanted to say thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys. And uh, hopefully we'll chat thank again you. soon. Well, thank you, man. Congratulations. And uh, say hi to your wife for us. Will do. Thank you. Thanks, man. Likewise. Okay, Visconti, if you're there, go ahead and chime in. Otherwise, we are due for another break. And I got to feed cool. my freaking out baby when we take a break. You got, it sounds like he's there. You got time for one quick call? Yep. Okay. Visconti, you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I got you. Go for it. So I was curious. Um, do you all eat dinner with your family at the table together? Uh, not every night, like on the stream, actually we try to on the stream nights, but it ends up being like 10 PM. So that's kind of weird. Uh, we do our best to have dinners together. I would say we probably do like four nights a week, something like that. And we do, we do every night. Yeah. And then once or twice a week, I try to have my parents over too. So. That's awesome. I was thinking the other day about how, you know, the decline of the family and uh well thinking about a lot of people i know that have families they don't eat together at the table Mm -hmm. and um i also noticed a lot of them don't have physical pictures anymore a lot of them is just on their phone or on their computer now and i think that's do you think that's something that the future generations of families will probably get to where yeah family photos are all online or i'm I mean, on a drive we're somewhere. there like my husband and i are both of us are totally addicted to our smartphones i'm always on my computer reading news scrolling through you know whatever app news app is like we're way too plugged in like so plugged in that i'm like probably time to give up my smartphone mm. um the only thing that we're really doing right in that regard is that we're having dinner together every night. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that it's a giant problem. It's, it's highly, highly addictive. I'm pretty sure it's destroying all of our lives and society. Skag. I, I, yeah, I think that, uh, your point on pictures is interesting because we just got, uh, a photo of us from our honeymoon framed gifted to us uh, a nice photo gifted to us. And I sort of realized like, this is the first nice photo of us together that we have like framed and, photo, and on yeah. display. Um, I, I don't know that it's not cause we don't spend time together or don't have pictures together. We don't have a lot, I guess, cause I'm not really like a selfie person or anything like that. Um, part of that I think is just like, uh, preference on what to put on display in the house. Like I, I just like a lot of landscape photography and landscape artwork and stuff like that. 
So we just have that a lot of that stuff up. But I think as we build a family together, that might change a little bit. Uh, certainly when we get our wedding photography back, some of that will be up. Once you have a kid, I'm sure that that'll be in place. So I don't know if it's, I don't know how much of it is like we have deviated from the tradition of putting family photos up, or if it's just that we're kind of at that stage in life where you, you haven't taken a lot of photos, but now you will. Yeah. Any, yeah. uh, any final thoughts from you? Uh, did you, uh, I guess I can let you two pick your final thought to be about college or rural Tennessee. <laughs> uh, you'll have to pick, pick one that's most interesting to you. Uh, but you'll, you'll have to be quick on it. Uh, all right. Uh, so about a month and a half ago, I'd say it was about 90% Trump signs around Ooh. here. Oh man. Now it is probably 60, 40 Biden in the lead. What? And that's, yeah, that's not something I expected. That's surprising. But, yeah, well, Biden's not going to win Tennessee, though. No way. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. But it's just interesting, like being so far away from big cities out here, yeah. and just and I'm concerned really, that people just, are not afraid to show their support for Biden. Like, be scared if you. Yeah, there's in no intimidation factor. Yeah, the other that side. makes me worried. Uh, the the weird trend here, as I've mentioned before, we have uh, all sorts of rows of Democrat signs, like for every office, local all the way up to Senate. But uh, oddly, they'll have a row of five Democratic candidates and no Joe sign. Where the hell's yeah. the Joe sign? Yeah. Why did you omit him? I don't know. I need clear. I need clarification from these people. Yeah, that that doesn't make sense to me when people say like, "Oh, Trump like." win the presidency but lose the senate the republicans will lose the senate and house it's like if you're voting for trump you're most likely going to be voting republican so uh yeah how, but it depends does... it yeah it just depends how it breaks across the states and stuff like that too though well thank um, you for your call anyway thank you so much yeah, yeah thank you man have a good okay, night I, my, my husband's texting me i'll be back in 10 minutes okay i will uh take some chats and i might hop into calls in the interim but uh i'll be here thank you guys for your patience let's uh let's see what we have uh, oh the d live system is working i see you etc thanks for supporting the show uh read us read us read the diamonds matt selectively censoring an entire platform secret diamond message they're coming through now i don't know what's going on with the uh the d live system but it looks like it's working okay now let me uh, refresh over on Streamlabs and YouTube. Phil uh, over on uh, Streamlabs says the American population has been thoroughly demoralized. All it will take for dissidents to be crushed is for the elites to call them Nazis. Normies will rat their neighbors and families out for a pat on the head from Big Brother. I wish I could disagree with that statement, but man, um, like I said, I like to troll the comments, Facebook comments on local news stories and, and try to fight back against some of this stuff locally through that route. And I can't believe it. I mean, even here in Montana, which you think of as like a rugged individualist state or a conservative state, you still got people on there posting the Montana Department of Health link to report your neighbors and businesses who are not complying with coronavirus restrictions. I mean, to the point you're making, the level of fear, and not just fear for yourself and irrational paranoia, but the eagerness to rat out and punish your neighbor for not 
doing your bidding or abiding by your whims is very discouraging. I, I wish I had a solid case that none of that stuff is happening. I don't. It's happening in a, at a, in a way I never would have expected. And I thought we would have all been sick of a long time ago. But here we are, what, seven months in to slow the spread? Something like that. Remember when it was 15 days? Phil also says a reminder that the police commissioner in Philadelphia is a black whammon who gained her prior experience from working in Portland, Oregon. That's right. It's Danielle Outlaw. <laughs> I just I always remember her name because uh, she has a funny name for a cop. Her only goal seems to be making sure her <laughs> her co-ethnics are able to loot with impunity. That's um, well, that's one way of putting it. I don't know much about Danielle Outlaw, the person. I haven't heard her speak very much. I know that her tenure in Portland was not great. I wonder, is she to blame? Is Ted Wheeler to blame? Are they both? I don't know. But it does seem odd to me that anyone looked at the police chief of Portland, Oregon, given the last five or so years and thought, that lady, get her in here. We want to bring Portland and all of its chaos to Philadelphia. Lo and behold, that's what they did and that's what they're getting. And I remember my favorite thing about when she was um, when she was still I think she was still police chief in Portland at the time when all of this was going crazy. This was April 2019 because I remember making a video about it and. um, And the Portland Police Department was giving a presentation to the city council saying we're having a we're having a very tough time recruiting police officers. In fact, a lot of the people applying to be police officers can't even pass a background check. We can't get good cops to come to Portland. And instead of owning up to the reality that nobody wants to be a cop in Portland because you're going to be told to stand down and punched in the face for your troubles, they concluded that what they needed to do was better diversity outreach. So Danielle Outlaw, the black female police chief of the Portland, Oregon Police Department, was not doing enough for the diversity of the force. And that's what they needed to change to get, I guess, more diverse cops in there to make their city function better. That was the thinking. I mean, it was a, it was a truly baffling city council meeting to watch, but that was what they were going with. Let me hop over to YouTube. Oh, crap. I forgot to note where Blonde left off, but I think I can find. I think I can remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, William Buffington, thank you for supporting the show. Joshua Worley. Hey, check out Uncivil Law's new video about the state not letting great-grandparents foster their four-month-old because they were not trans-supportive enough for... Uh, trans supportive enough and lewis's third sci-fi predicted cultural marxism i haven't heard anything about that story but um but it uh, it does sound believable I mean, we've seen a lot of trends heading that way um if you want send me an email about it i'd be curious about the specifics showtime says i uh, love the show my wife is delivering my first baby tonight a little boy named tobias finn when the kid comes out it will be the first time since i was a since i was two that I've liked something with my last name. So exciting. Well, congratulations to your family. All the best to mom and your newborn son. Hope everything goes well. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope that you put down your listening device very shortly and you're able to enjoy that moment. Um, But thank you for tuning in in the meantime. And thanks for supporting the show and congrats to your family. Graham Godfrey says, how many weapons e.g. crossbows or guns did walmart lose in philly and are the police looking well thankfully walmart bitched out on selling uh selling ars and such uh a a year or two ago i think i think you can only basically get 22s at walmart i don't know i've I've looked at ammo in walmart before but i don't even think they sell um 
I don't even think they sell your normal rifle or pistol calibers in Walmart. I might be wrong on that. People might correct me. I don't shop at Walmart very much, but I remember looking and as far as guns, it was like 22s only. And uh, so I guess um, you're going to have a whole looting army armed with uh, with 22s running around Philadelphia, which don't get me wrong. I don't want to get shot by a 22. I don't want to get shot by that either, but I guess it's better than shooting you with something large caliber. Uh, Graham Godfrey. Oh, that was Graham right there. Uh, Long Dong John says every Trump vote matters not uh, matter if you're in a deep blue area, red deep, uh, deep red area, or anything in between. It undermines my popular vote narrative, which Dems will use to abolish the electoral college. That's true. There is something to be said for that. Um, I don't want to grant any legitimacy to the popular vote argument, but I I grant your point that there's something to be said for just crushing that and laughing in their faces too. But uh, from my perspective, I want to stick with the argument that I don't give a shit what the popular vote is. Neither does the Constitution. And we shouldn't as an American population. That's not the measure or the metric by which we uh, elect our president. Kurt says uh, f- this from the hated boomer generation. I love you guys. Keep it going and vote uh, and vote blonde. I will uh, deliver your message. Um, and I always appreciate a, a good spirited boomer chime in. I have no animosity for any generation. Um, that's not true. I hate my own generation, (laughs) but that's kind of the thing I say to boomers who get a little upset with, um, some of the criticism that is, that is, uh, explain or that is expressed on this show. Um, don't think that there is a, and it goes for anybody, you know, sometimes people get mad that their thing or their, their whatever is made fun of on this show. Um, lots of things are made fun of on this show. And I think that my demographic absolutely, or my uh, generation absolutely sucks overall. That's part of the reason that we want to do this show is we want to change some minds. So thank you for being good spirited about the, uh, boomer, uh, the boomer ridicule. Darlene Kate says all of my family, 200 plus, including extended is all in Texas and we're all voting Trump, not even close to being purple, much less blue, except as malevolent said, big metro areas. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd be absolutely shocked if. uh, If if uh, Texas went Trump, I'm going to pause it there. I'll come back to the chats uh, at the end of the show and I because we're tied up against the clock. So I want to make sure I get a few more callers in before we are done on calls for the night. Buddha Fett is up next, but uh, Buddha Fett maybe had to take off. So I don't, at least I don't see him hanging out. Male angler fish is uh, up after that. Mr. Angler fish. You're good to go. If you can uh, unmute that mic. And then red Falcor is up after that. I'll talk to red Falcor for a minute. If he if he would like you there, red Falcor. Uh, doing all right. I'm, um, Blonde's blonde's out for just a moment, but um oh sorry. Oh, no. oh hold on. I actually had you muted too. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me get you back uh back talking to the stream. But yeah, man, what's on your mind? It's just it's just me for a minute, and Blonde will be back in just a moment. Yeah, how about now? I think I think uh, somebody was trying to talk to me in the other room. What's up? Oh okay. it, it, I <laughs> she told me to breathe. Oh sorry. Am I good? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I just wanted to deliver the message to blonde primarily to say that she should vote, even if she's, uh, um, abstaining on principle makes sense until you realize that all the people who strongly disagree with you are probably going to vote. And 
you know, if it's cold, maybe her husband can drop off her mail-in ballot. Uh, there's lots of ways, I'm sure. Your timing, um, your timing is perfect because Blonde just sat down. He's making a case to you that you perfect. need to vote. Red Falcor is. There are reasons for me yes, to vote, but going outside is the problem. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was. That's what I was just telling Matt. Is I think that um, you know, even if uh, well, the number one reason that you should vote is that your strongest political opponents, it's a good assumption that they are going to vote. Yeah. So you should definitely vote. Um, and there's lots of ways, I'm sure. I don't know what all the laws are locally, but you probably have a mail-in ballot that your husband can drop off so you don't have to leave the house. I mean, there's ways around this. I'm just uh, yeah. trying to tell everybody listening in still currently uh, at the hour 16 mark that, uh, don't not vote on principle, even if one of your principles is that you shouldn't be voting. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> because because that's not currently the game that we're playing. And that's true. And there are reasons I would vote. Like if I could vote to stop women from voting, I'd vote. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know, maybe uh, you'll be practiced at it by the time that that's on the ballot. So I voted in 2016. <laughs> yeah, and I know you're, you know, you're at home with the baby, and you have your reasons for uh, staying in. It's completely understandable. It's probably very cold there, but uh, really cold. I'm telling you, make it happen because we need you, Blonde. We need you. Maybe so, I'll think about I'm it. Saying. Yeah, uh, and then to I guess counter my position, uh, I did get word that uh, Joe Biden's uh, stutter is apparently real. Really. Uh, yeah, my uh, speech coach said to me that he knows a speech language pathologist who um, was treating a kid and uh, the kid was like, you know, he wrote Joe Biden a letter and then Joe Biden called him, I guess, and, and huh. uh, uh, talked to him for, for like 20 minutes. So this is an issue that he does care deeply about. Uh, it is also possible that in his senility, he is... Sl- slipping back into some of the stuttering he was it does seem like it's worsening to me just as an observer and maybe he just called right. that kid because he wanted to molest him <laughs> yeah, you never know he just found the number in his black book and uh, that you, never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know i mean i i strongly disagree with him obviously but my speech coach says that what he observed on the debate stage were forms of stuttering and i didn't watch him that closely yeah yeah so maybe that is what he was seeing Hmm. so not gonna say it's completely crazy well thank you man uh and uh have a good election night of course you two vote blonde okay (laughs) yeah a man told you to now you have to that's true (laughs) you did have urging from kurt in the chat to vote as well i see you kurt um, oh, my poor baby. She's going through a leap right now. And so she really mm. she just does not want to be apart from me. She's just holding one of my shirts and screaming downstairs. My <laughs> husband's like, what do I, what do I do? Male angler fish. I'm trying to get you in here, but it's booting you out. So I wonder I, maybe you're on mobile. Uh, you there male angler fish. Yeah. What's on your mind? Well, let me get the stream quick. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about anglerfish. Talk about what? Anglerfish. 
Uh, oh, I don't even know what angler fish are. You'll have to enlighten me. They're those crazy deep sea creatures with like the uvula that lights up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe it's called the esqua. esqua. Uh, yeah, they're very, very effective predators, much like the Bidens. okay i was wondering where you were going with this but all right i've got somewhere else to go uh so their reproduction strategy is quite interesting okay basically the males are like 100 times smaller than the females okay they will bite onto a female and dissolve their mouth so that when it regenerates they'll be attached to the female and they have no way to escape basically and then okay if you're following that yeah well i'm trying to picture what this would look like but i i think i'm following yeah and so for one thing that sounds very cozy very very epic <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to agree with that that's sure it's it, all right but then the other thing is if Anglerfish had a government. I would say that the male ones should not be able to vote because they're <laughs> the females are providing all the nutrients. Gotcha. Ah, oh, I see. Now, see, the real question is: How would the fountain pens be distributed in this anglerfish society? Um, Have you thought about that? Uh, yeah. Well, the inside of that fishing pole thing has is like glowing bacteria, so maybe. They use that as when they seize the means of production. <laughs> okay. And they don't even vote. In the All right. Uh, any final anglerfish thoughts from you? Uh, well, I had a reason for Blonde to vote. Okay. Yeah. If you don't vote, you can't listen to the Latinos portrayal. It cut out for me. Oh, I cut out. You can't listen to the Latinos for Trump what? The song. You know, oh, what's the what's the song? Yo voy a votar por Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, did they say Donald Trump? Is that how they pronounce it? <laughs> it's like Donald without the last D, and then like Trone. Trone, true. I'll have to listen to this. I'll, I'll well, let me see. Um, uh, what's the name of the song? Let me see if I can play it. I think it's like Latinos for Trump or something. Latinos for Trump song. Yeah, it was an ad somewhere. Uh, I don't see a song. I see like, well, let me see what this is. Is this just people talking? Oh, no, it's just, this is just people talking. I don't see a song. If I had the song, I would play it, but. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, that's it. No, I don't have it. I can't find it, unfortunately. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Let me see if this is it. Trump. Trump, Trump, this Latino's gonna vote for Trump. <laughs> that's this. Trump, 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 I don't think this, this is correct. No, that's not the right that's one, great. but I did find a song. Anyway, uh, any anything else from, from me before you let you go? Um, not really. All right. Well, thank you for the anglerfish insight. Yeah, repeal the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, see uh oh i forgot i forgot about this name biggie big balls that's a good one biggie you there i am what's up uh doing all right what's on your mind 
Oh, not much. First, I just want to say congratulations on getting married. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, real quick, I just wanted to ask, I was watching your old videos from like probably 2015, and I was watching it, and I could not tell if it was satire, and I was hoping that you could confirm. So you were talking about the Washington Redskins, and you were saying that the name was offensive and that you should change it they should change it and that all uh, your college friends were terrible people for not wanting to change it. Were you serious in that video? Do you I know? I think I, I said, said that they were terrible like people. Ago. When did I say that? It was like, it was an old video. Like I, this was like before. No, I remember, I remember making like a, uh, a joke video about how they should become the, they should censor their, their, um, their logo and stuff like that. And I, I definitely used to think that they should change the name that that's for sure. True. I don't think I said that people who disagree are terrible people. All right. Yeah. But, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I misremembering, but yeah, no, I was just curious. I was, Cause I was like thinking like, did he really transform this much or was this a joke? Cause I, I couldn't tell. Uh, well, it's also but 2015, it's you know, it's 2015. No, I, I'm sure yeah. that uh, it's hard for me to even remember what exactly was said. But I, I used to, I think what you're, what you're probably talking about is that my high school mascot was the Redskins and that changed. Was it really? What did they change yeah, it to? The, the Red Lodge Rams, which pissed me off because the Rams is so much lamer. Um, yeah, I used to believe the term. Like I used to, I used to favor changing the, the name because I believe the term was a slur. But Obviously, if you ask me about something like that now, the context of how far we've gone down the censorship rabbit hole, not only do I not want to change these things, I want more offensive team names. So is it uh, like, you know, we need to get the San Francisco Chinaman and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that, that I was sincerely advocating changing the name. I'm sure that's true. I just I don't remember. I would, I hope I didn't say that people who disagree are terrible people. That sounds like that's, I don't think I would have said that, but, but I can't remember what I said then either. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what I, what I really want to bring up today was Illinois has uh, on the ballot this year, an amendment to the constitution. So in Illinois, we have a flat tax mm-hmm. um, and they want to, they're trying to change it uh, to a progressive tax system and they're calling it the fair tax. And it is, which is, in my opinion, the dumbest name of all time, because it's not fair in any sense of the word. I mean, a fair, you know, a fair tax would be you pay for whatever services you use. You know, a flat tax makes you pay a percentage of your income. So, you know, if you're making $10 million, you're never going to get $100,000 of services if the rate is 10%. And a progressive tax is just even more unfair, in my opinion. And, but everyone that I know is voting for the fair tax. And I like I kid you not, because it has the name Fair Tax, and it's amazing that people do this little research. But I just had like a several hour long conversation with a friend of mine a couple uh, days ago, and they were they told me they're voting for the Fair Tax for no other reason than it's fair, and all they know. Is <laughs> well, wait, just just so I'm clear, they the Fair Tax is a progressive tax. Of, what was that? Just so I'm clear, uh, the the Fair Tax is a progressive tax. That's the idea here. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Correct. And when I was, I was trying to explain to them how the percentages work and it was, it was just a blank stare. Like they just were not getting it. It was just like, I was trying to explain that, you know, 
uh, somebody making more money does pay more uh, more in taxes under a flat tax because it's a, still a percentage of their income. So their income is higher. So the amount that they pay is higher. Yeah. And they were like arguing with me on a mathematical basis. Like, okay, like, like I'm an engineer, like I fully capable of understanding how these things work. And they're like, no, 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 that's not how it works. I'm like, oh my gosh, whatever. Huh. Uh, Morons. Yeah. yeah. I suppose that's not surprising, but this is a lot of this stuff is just political branding as opposed. Yeah. You don't necessarily win elections with technical breakdowns on what the best math for a tax structure is, which to your point, I think it should be very simple. You should treat a dollar as a dollar. And if you have to tax, treat them all the same. But yeah, all, all you do is just brand something as the Patriot Act or the fair tax or, you know, the thing that good people support. And then you count on. Right that sort of vote that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's all I want to bring up, but I'll get out of here. But uh, again, congratulations on getting well, married. Thank you. And I hope uh, you and your wife have a wonderful life together. Oh, well, thanks. Are you, uh, are, are you going to be safe in Illinois? Are you near Chicago? Is it going to go crazy on election night? Uh, I'm in Rockford, which is like one of the worst cities in america it's Mm. just everyone hates Rockford. it's like outside of chicago about 45 minutes west Mm. and but i live in like like the country and like way away from anyone like there's no one around me so i i feel pretty pretty confident about it so (laughs) all right stay safe out there man all right have a good day have a good night okay we'll try to get a couple more in here uh, at least two more because we got Dell and Ratchet Republican. I, I'd like to hear from them. Uh, we do have a short list of email questions tonight. So let's let's try for two more here. Uh, Dell, maybe Dell had to take off, though. I, at least I don't see Dell in the waiting room. Dell, if you're still around, uh, hop in the waiting room and I'll pull you in. Maybe uh, maybe Maud had an emergency. Who knows? Ratchet Republican is up after that. And... Uh, Always good to hear from him. Ratchet Republican, what's on your mind? I don't hear anything. And neither do I. We'll give Hello? it a second. Hello? Can you hear me? There we go. Yep. Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing great. Hey, what's on you? your mind, man? Hi. Um, congratulations, Matt, on your marriage. Oh, thank you. I was, go- I was going to recommend on your honeymoon to go to Jamaica because... We would definitely like to go somewhere international, um, but I, I just yeah. I don't know when the hell that's going to be. And of course, um, if you know if there are kids in play and stuff by then, that gets more complicated. The whole thing is just screwed up because you don't really want to go on a honeymoon while you're pregnant, or yeah, or, or you know if you have a newborn child or something. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah, but you know. Right now in Jamaica, because my uncle just came back from uh, from there, and he's the COVID madness is is also there too. Um, oh, really? Can can you go yeah, there now, or do they are they? Yes, you, you can go there, but um, the the like during the uh, they have curfew, so you have to be in the house by seven p.m. Seven? And That's like dinner what? time, man. Yes, you can't. You can't be outside. You have to. So you have to be actually be in the house by seven p.m. Oh my um, god! What's on the holidays, point? on holidays, it's even worse. You have to be in in the house at uh, three p.m. What? Why? Yeah, what? The, what difference? Do, why would a holiday make a difference? Because I guess. I guess we like to party. I guess. Oh. So. 
So, I assume they do Halloween in Jamaica. Or is that not a thing? Um, no, it's not a big thing in because we are we're very uh, Christian oh. down here. So in Jamaica, so they don't really co- cover that. No Halloween but, uh, Satanists get out of here. Yeah, Satanists, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. But one of the worst parts about it is that Jamaica, Jamaica doesn't have a, a social safety net. So it doesn't have a welfare state. Doesn't have mm. a um, any any ability for people to if you don't work you don't eat why is that so, the worst part that sounds the appealing worst part to is, me. But, no, no no but the problem is is that you're telling people that they can't work oh yeah in, in this context they, yeah. they have no yeah yes yeah, yeah and they have no option so right now the crime the crime rate in jamaica is just skyrocketing oh yeah i'm sure yeah people Terrible. are getting jacked jacked yeah my my uncle has a, a couple properties, and when he's not there and he's up here, um, they, <coughs> I'm sorry, you got the Rona. Uh, when he's, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when my uncle, when my uncle is actually in, um, yeah, when he's not there, he has to have bodyguards mm-hmm. because they will steal every single thing. Wow. Oh yeah, it's bad. Like what? Oh, I lost him. One of yeah, his friends got oh, jacked. They he um they took his car. They not only did they take his car, they took his clothes, shoes, his sunglasses. Every, all he had left was his underwear, and um they they were going to kill him, but they decided not to. Um, so it's 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 creating a really Jeez. bad situation. Yeah. Is there any? Uh, are they going to let up on these restrictions anytime uh, soon, no. or are they just going they, on they, infinitely? My my. No, no, but the thing is that I don't really feel bad for the country because they voted for this. Yeah. The same yeah. party. They just, had, they just had an election two months ago, and they voted back the same party that has put all these restrictions. That's nuts. I can't. So, oh, my God. This is insanity. I just don't understand human. The, the human I lost the him. Oh, there we go. Of, you know, of this. You know, my uncle's like, well, yeah, my uncle's like, well, you know, um, well, you know, the, the cases are down. I'm like, yeah, the cases are down because they're not testing. You know, in Jamaica, they're not testing. A yeah. It's a third world country. Yeah. They're yeah. not testing a whole lot. So I, don't I always love that. Going. People posting on Facebook <laughs> and elsewhere, U.S. case numbers. And it's like, oh, I, I can't believe we're higher than, you know, X third world country where yeah. they live in mud huts. Yeah, really. Uh, what how is could that, that be? <laughs> and, and Jamaica is isolated. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's an island, you know, so. You know, I, I don't put much stock in that. And yeah. I, I'm I'm so glad that, you know, and the thing is that the, the whole welfare state thing in Jamaica is that there's no welfare state. It's that Jamaicans have to work. And so we have a work ethic. Yeah. So it kind of debunks the whole Good. thing about, you know, systemic racism. Because when Jamaicans come here, they thrive. Hmm. They thrive. And yeah, go to Miami, go to Fort Lauderdale, go into the West Indian enclaves in those areas. You see nice homes. You see brand new cars. You see all nice things, and this is not—it's not what being shown on CNN. All you see is the ghettos and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So you know, just just be just when you when you guys you know complain and just remember that there's certain places that are much 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 worse. Oh sure, I, yeah. I mean, I, I complain about the state of our country relative to what it has been and can be, but. I would, yeah. there's no place I would rather live uh, and there's no time I'd rather live. And, um, and yeah, I just, uh, I hope we're not fiddling on a sinking ship. I hope that we can turn this thing around. 
But uh, but yeah, yes, the, yes. Uh, criticism always has to be taken in that context. Your point is valid. Uh, I I do not long to be a citizen of another country in any way. Yes. All right, man. Well, thank you for calling in, and uh, always good to hear from you. And we'll catch you next time. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. It's very appropriate to give Dell last word before the election. I think. I think he's earned it. Dell, you there? Oh, that's not what he said. Donald Trump said he was going to have a huge election. Election. Wait, hold, hold on. I gotta go. I got. Hello. Hello. You there? I was. I, I didn't see you earlier, and I thought, oh, is Maud having an emergency? Or uh, it sounds like maybe there was a domestic dispute with Maud. I don't know. No. I no. Zeke's throwing some wild conspiracy theories around, like he oh. always does. Oh. Okay. I, it's he got good reason to it too. I tell you what, my my grandparents are the lifelong Republicans, right? But this year they're voting for Joe Biden. Why is that? I can't believe it. Well, I don't know, but this never would have happened if they were still alive. Ah, well, that makes sense. Getting ready for Halloween, y'all guys. Getting ready for Halloween? I guess sure. I, I got my pumpkins all carved, and we're going to put up the decorations. And I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping kids still trick or treat, and they aren't uh, talked out of it by their parents. Me too. We're getting the uh, front. Of, we're getting the front of the double wide all made up, and uh, my daughter, my dad's already made a uh, carving to the pumpkin as well. Uh, we do have a new rule this year, though: no, no animal costumes uh, due to rutting season. Because uh, what happened last year with Zeke uh, when he wore that uh, horse head, we're still cleaning that up. Okay. It is <laughs> I, are we going to leave that to imagination, or do you have any details? I don't. I'd prefer not to tell you any more all details. Right. Fair enough. Since you know. Fair enough. That got hashed out on Twitter anyway. Um, what 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 sort of uh, election night events do you have planned for the double wide? Nothing really. Might have a party. We always have, like to have a party hmm. all the time. Um, though I'll be honest with you, last weekend we had a party at the double wide, and Zeke thought it'd be funny to run through the screen door, which you know would have been funny if it we actually had a screen door. <laughs> but uh, I, that thing's glass, so uh, he didn't uh, fare too well with that. Did one. he make it through, but, um, or did he just bounce? Oh off? no, he made it through all right. Oh, we had okay. to. Get that sucker replaced. Maud uh, went out and got a new glass to replace it with, but uh, I haven't put it up yet, honestly. She got a real nice one, but I haven't put it up yet because we uh, got to figure out how to scrape the words "Welcome to Piggly Wiggly" off it first. <laughs> you know, it, well, did uh, yeah? I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to know how Maud came into possession of that one. One and uh, neither, neither does neither do I because I don't want to have to. You know, I don't have to witness or anything. All right. Any final thoughts before we let you go? Not really. Uh, other than that, uh, I recommend cord cutting. But uh, you save a lot of money on um, save a lot of money on your on not paying for cable. I'll be honest with you. Uh, we're me, me and Maud are cord cutters. Finally, no more paying for TV. Uh, mainly because the neighbors just put in a brand new bay window. So we're, <laughs> set, fantastic. For the, we're set. You guys are really we're uh, on, the, go. on the up and up. Yeah, you that's good you. to hear. All right, y'all take care. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That will be it for callers for the evening and uh, pre-election. Wow, it's already here. We got the Sunday show, of course, but uh, next time we speak with the audience, we'll have some maybe understanding of how all of this is resolved. Who knows? Thank you guys for your patience. Uh, If you'd like to participate in the show, but you're having trouble getting in live or you can't do it live, of course, we take email questions. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. And we will respond to it in the last half hour of the show each and every week as we will do right now. Uh, 
let's see. In I don't know how to pronounce this name. In in impetuous. Yes. Impetuous. Impetuous. Uh, dear guys, I'm listening to the call-in show as I walk through the streets of Moscow. Blonde, please look into the OCA, Orthodox Church of America. It's a great faith and true church since Christ founded it. Blonde, will you uh, get Matt to look into it also? Also, I have a polyamorous teaching assistant and always rag on her commie ideas. Any way to combat polyamory? I mean, the jealousy issue should be enough for it to be full stop. Why? Are there cases of like uh, long-term success and happiness and fulfillment? Or does it always end in (laughs) (laughs) murder-suicide? I ask that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have not followed the history of polyamory. I'm guessing it doesn't work out commonly, but that's just my gut guess. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole concept is retarded. I mean, honestly, sometimes I'm, I like think about having help with the baby and I'm like, I, maybe I would accept a sister wife into the situation. <laughs> uh, but no, just generally. And then what about when it's like multiple men? Yeah. That's remember that? Weird that baby got beat horribly by the one of the dads. Oh God, I forgot about that case. Yeah, that was horrible. Horrible. I haven't seen any follow up on that either. Um, Good God. My baby is freaking out. So Uh, we're going to cruise through these questions. What's a way to combat polyamory? Send her that video. That's that's right. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good way to combat polyamory. Try that one. Um, (laughs) This is from Rick. So I typed my mom's name into Google, see how I worded that to avoid incest jokes. And the number two response from DonaldTrumpWatch.com, his website proclaims that it's dedicated to naming and shaming fellow Americans who give money to support a racist. It oh lists her God. name, address, and the date and the amount of her donation, which was less than $200. So I don't think FEC rules even mandated disclosure. Really classy. Coincidentally, I live in San Antonio, whose own Joaquin Castro pulled a similar stunt outing local max level donors on Twitter. Oh, Yeah. But I didn't know we're doxing everybody now. Have I just been blissfully ignorant over here? Um, I don't know, maybe, but this is the world we live in. And, uh, you know, I think that it's just time to put this back on the left. You guys want to fucking do this? You want to do this? I, and don't be afraid of being doxed. They can only dox you one time. That's true. If um, my house hasn't been burned down, I doubt anything's going to happen to you because you gave a few hundred dollars to Donald Trump. That's true. Uh, what's his name from the uh, Riverfront Times hasn't shown up? Um, Jared Holt hasn't showed up, but uh, I can I tra- tell that both of those guys have tiny dicks. Like I, I just know. <laughs> I'm surprised you're credit- crediting them with having penises at all. Yeah. Small balls. I tried to go to the website and it's not loading up for me. Maybe it's somewhere else, but this is the first I've heard of this tonight that we're doxing or at least listing. Now is it doxing? Um, maybe not purely because those are public records through the FEC. However, I fully grant that the spirit of this is awful, that we're trying to target each other for intimidation based on political support. That's not yeah, the sort of country. Yeah, but this is where we are, and if they want to yeah. fight dirty, fine. Hmm. Well, th- thanks for making me aware of this. I, I had not heard of this, so, so thank you, Rick. And, of course, uh, uh, stay safe. And, um, and even if you're not, whether your name is on a website, whether it's not, Everybody should be prepared to defend their castle for any number of reasons. So please, uh, please make sure that uh, you're able to do that and make sure that your mom is able to do that as well. Um, this is Chris M. In regards to ever increasing violence, I get the feeling the left is organized. U-Hauls are signs and pallets of bricks, but incompetent, whereas the right is competent. 
17 year old completed the Kenosha mile challenge, but unorganized. <laughs> this seemed like a fair characterization. Um, yeah, I think that it's harder to organize on the right because we don't congregate in large areas like the left do. Like they've got all the cities, so they're all in close connection anyway. So Do I think you, that it's it's harder for us. It's harder to organize uh, on a philosophy of leave me alone generally. You know? Yeah. Uh, like I, I, that's a problem for me personally. You know, I, I talk to, I've become better friends with my neighbors, but as I've done that, we both kind of realize, yeah, we're mostly leave us alone people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's why we haven't, we've been neighbors for years. We don't really hang out. I'm trying to improve on that. But you, you have those conversations. You both realize, yeah, we're just leave us alone people. And yeah. that's great. That makes for a peaceful neighborhood, but it does take some organizing. Uh, th- this, this weakness has come up many times. And I think outside of maybe being, um, totally dominated in the tech sphere and tech and communications in that way. Um, just simple personal networking and personal organization might be the greatest weakness we have. So I, I certainly think it's a fair characterization. I think it's important to, um, to realize that not only should politics begin locally, that you should have the most say and the most care for what's going on in your neighborhood and your city, but um, your personal your personal life should begin locally in that way too. Like you should know your neighbors, you should have their back. You should know that they have your back. And that's not even a political thing. That's just like an old school neighborhood watch. If there's somebody, um, you know, if there's somebody uh, going through your neighborhood trying to do bad things, we should all have each other's back on that. Yep. Ben says, uh, blonde, the sole focus of Christianity is fostering a personal relationship with God by embracing his grace through the understanding that you can do nothing to atone for your sin other than accepting Christ's sacrifice on your behalf. Preoccupation with the quote unquote one true church is why Christians spend millennia slaughtering each other in countless wars. That's probably true. Hmm. I don't know. Do you feel like, um, do you, do you feel like you focus too much on finding the, the one correct church or the one correct denomination? I don't know. Maybe, um, I've definitely gone to different, to different churches. Catholicism feels like it's probably the closest, Hmm. but you know, I'm willing to try on orthodoxy, but I also don't want to like just keep trying churches until I find one that fits my pre-existing sense of morality. Like I do want to do what's best. Hmm. Oh, my poor baby. Okay. Incompetent hands. Blonde. Have you seen any interviews with Abigail Schreier? She has a book called Irreversible Damage on the Big Trend of Trans Teens, specifically young girls. Between puberty and security, social media, and the exposure to porn at a young age, many girls are just opting out of of their gender. Would love it if you had her on this or any other show. I'm I'm not familiar with her. She was on Rogan, and Joe got in a bunch of trouble for it. I I remember talking about it in a video maybe six months ago. Uh, um, the gist, if, if you're not familiar, is she knowed, she has studied this issue and she noticed the same girls who study or who suffer from things like anorexia or other um, like if you put a bunch of teen girls in a room or in a, in a social environment and one of them has anorexia. Generally speaking, that will spread. It becomes contagious. That's that's an observed social occurrence. What happens with this trans stuff in that age group of, of girls like 13 right. It, yeah. it is also contagious. There's a yeah. lot of parallels. And she just talks about the science of what makes girls predisposed to this sort of behavior at that age and why we're not only not combating it, we're actually encouraging it. Uh, she's got a lot of interesting things to say about it. 
Um, think it would be a great conversation. You would have a lot to add. In general, do you think the average woman sees the recent crop of spastic feminist videos about Trump or ACB and realizes feminism is not the answer? Asking selfishly to fix the 2080 dating disparity. <laughs> I, I would hope so. And I think that feminism has kind of taken a turn. I, I Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of super happy feminists out there. I think people can see that. All right. Um, we got two more. Do you want to stick around or you want to step out or what? No, it's okay. Let's, let's just finish this up. My, my husband, I can just tell that he's, he's at his wits in there. She just won't stop. Um, uh, Henry says, how much of a welfare state do you believe should exist? Is there any role for the federal government in your view or should states be given virtually all of the power in these things? Well, to the second question, this is a state's issue in my mind. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 100% on the states should be. And, and um, that, that makes it competitive. Like you, I want a minimal welfare state, but I want competition among states to see what works the best. That's how this should function. Um, how much of a welfare state do I believe should exist? Well, obviously, I don't want people dying in gutters on the street and monopoly men laughing at them. However, uh, if, if I were designing it in my state, I want it to be uncomfortable. I don't yeah. want it to be a comfortable lifestyle. You want it to be bare minimal, bare minimum survival status. And you want it to prompt someone to have to work to get out of it. And obviously, I'm not talking about mentally ill people or people. What I'm talking about is people who are otherwise capable of working, who need a little help to get back on their feet. Yeah, but that's it. And I definitely trust uh, the compassion of, of charity also. Like yeah. I, I trust that if the government wasn't taking care of this, that private charity would. That's how it used to be. Yeah, I, I certainly, yeah, I trust the states and I trust private charity to handle it, no doubt. The federal government, uh, no, you don't want a one-size-fits-all approach to this or really any other problem other than, say, national defense. Yeah. Uh, this is from Daniel. What do the electoral futures of both parties look like going forward with Rahm Emanuel declaring the year of the Biden Republican? I think the suburban Republican of the Reagan era is dead. I also think many Bernie bros and voters being brought over by Candace Owens and Brandon Straka aren't having the same revelations Thomas Sowell might have had, thus keeping their big government safety net politics with them. Hmm. I, I this think is not a question. Uh, oh, yes, it is. Uh, what do the electoral futures of both parties look like going forward? I, I think really we're going to see a continued split on basically what I've been calling bill of rights or nah for years now. Like, do we the 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 tent of people who generally believe that the uh, framed another way and, and Shapiro kind of gets into this too. people who believe that the founding principles are a good idea, even if we've imperfectly pursued them or imperfectly applied them and people who believe that this country's founding is actually an inherent evil. Yeah. And there's a pretty kind of a big tent in both of those. I think the big tent on the pro-constitution, pro-founding team is a I think that tent is a little bit bigger. But I, I honestly think that's how the, the parties are going to trend. America good or America bad. Yeah. That's and that's kind of crazy. But will it be the Republican and the Democratic Party? That it's it who cares? I don't think the name really matters. It's just American founding good or bad, which team are you on? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm scared. Like this is probably the first time in this whole experience that I've been like, I'm, I'm pretty scared about what's going to happen. It is getting Cullen's most recent video about the great reset. I was like, Holy shit. Mm. We're screwed. I've until recently, well, really until the coronavirus bullshit, I've always been able to find kind of cheeriness and joy in even the stupidest, dumbest, um, most annoying of stories. The, this year has been something 
uniquely discouraging in my life. Something yeah. very tough. I, I, I still, obviously, I still believe in the ideals of this country. I still believe that they're worth fighting for and that we should fight for them and try to preserve them. I, I've never... Th- in my lifetime, I've never seen the threat to the ideals of this country as serious. It's not just blue haired freaking out in Twitter videos anymore. It's people talking about things, seriously talking about packing the court, um, uh, doing away with the electoral college, doing away with the Senate. Cause it's not representative. We're talking about shredding the constitution and building yeah. something entirely different. Those are serious political conversations now. And it is, um, it is discouraging. Uh, I will always try to remain upbeat and enjoy the show, but the show is getting particularly threatening at this point. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. I got to go relieve my husband. This is All right. really hard to listen to poor guy. Uh, thank you guys for understanding. Um, that was the last one, right? I think we're good. Yeah. Just a little bit of chat and I'll get through it. All right. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Sunday. All right. Have a good night. All right. Thank you for patience, guys. Let me hop into the chat, see what we got. We'll call it a night. ETC says Twitch changed their TOS. No live streams of riots and Spotify. No way. Spotify removed the Alex Jones episode. I was listening. I had to, I had to go for a little bit of a drive today. So I was listening to the Rogan Alex Jones episode. I got about halfway through it. Um, wow. That, I mean, Joe Rogan, I hope he does the right thing on principle. I hope he fights this and, or, tears up his Spotify deal and tells them to go fuck themselves. Granted, it's easier said than done when a hundred million dollars rides on that uh, piece of paper, but uh, you didn't sign that contract so they could start deleting your episodes, dude. I got to, I'll follow up on that story on Sunday for sure. If that's true, thank you for tipping me off to that. Uh, Holy cow. That's insane. Let's see. uh, Let me check in on Streamlabs. We'll top over to YouTube and uh, we're good on Streamlabs. Hayden um over on youtube says alex jones reckons that trump is going to win and in response the democrats are going to get the un to occupy the united states thoughts yeah we're going to have i I, the the new york times i think wrote an op-ed or there was an op-ed in the new york times recently about international intervention to stop trump even if he's duly elected uh that's another aspect of potential conflict armed conflict that we're talking about that I didn't necessarily think of. Would we have international uh, warfare or intervention over Trump's election? That seems kind of far-fetched to me, but uh, Alex Jones is pretty woke on the UN, so maybe he knows some things that I probably don't. Maybe uh, maybe that's part of the episode. Maybe I haven't got to it yet, but I'll listen to the rest of it uh, tonight or tomorrow. JP says they need to let David, uh, David Duckett, oh, uh, David Duke back on Twitter. Did they ban him? Uh, I didn't, when did he get banned? I don't even remember hearing about that. David Duke, Twitter. Uh, oh, so he was banned on July 31st of this year. I didn't even hear about that one. So, wow. Um, I wonder what the tweet that finally got him was. See if I can find it. I don't see it, but usually they don't even do that with these sorts of people like Alex Jones too. They can't even put, they can't even point to any one particular thing. They just decide one day that you're too hateful. And so you're gone. Uh, Stellar J Atkins says, uh, hashtag he votes for she keep up the great work guys. Congratulations to Matt and ping too. Well, thank you. Trump will win for better or worse. Um, if I was, if I was betting right now, that's the bet I would make, but I'm feeling only like a 51% confidence in that. And if you asked me, um, if you asked me on the basis of 
legitimate votes who wins, I feel slightly more confident in, in place of Trump. But I know it's I know it's cynical. I know that it's just kind of um, gut level speculation. I don't think that, that this is going to be a an election that is free from fuckery, to use the technical term. I think there's going to be all sorts of meddling. I think there's going to be all sorts of complications with the mail-in ballots and the counting and the finding of treasure chests after the fact. Uh, I, I just... Um, so I suppose that's it's not even the 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 vote that makes me worried. It's how this is going to be potentially manipulated at very high levels that has me worried. We're talking about looking back at 2016 and the lessons the Democratic Party should have taken out of 2016. It seems naive to think that they would look at 2016 and, and think, OK, so we didn't properly persuade voters, particularly in the right states. How could we improve upon that for 2020 and win legitimately? No, I think the lessons that they learned were um if you can't win, change the rules. And we're seeing that we're seeing that discussed frequently and, and overtly when you're talking about uh, the Supreme Court and packing the court, when you're talking about the Electoral College, when you're talking about changing the way the Senate works. But they're open about those things they want to change procedurally. Is it really that much of a stretch to believe that there's a willingness to do what you have to behind the scenes to achieve your ends? They'll, they'll shred the Constitution to achieve their ends. Why wouldn't I believe that there's there'd be some uh, behind the scenes fuckery to achieve the ends that they want to achieve, too? And I know it's difficult to do. I know that the great thing about our system is elections are still handled at a state level. If you really wanted to rig one, it's not one. There's not one office you really have to take control of. It's 50 of them. That's very difficult to do. That said, it doesn't take a genius with incredible foresight to really think what states are the most important Going into 2020, if you pick the top eight likely to be the most consequential in deciding the vote, you're probably going to be right. That's the stuff that worries me. And uh, I don't think we're going to have a lot of clarity on that on election night. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Let me refresh. And uh, anyway, yeah, maybe maybe Trump does win. Uh, and maybe I, I, I hope I'm totally wrong. <laughs> I hope we're doing the stream next week on Wednesday and Trump has been declared by CNN and they're all crying. Election night 2016 was a glorious day and I hope to relive it. But I don't think that they're going to allow that to happen again. And I don't think that the way they want to ensure it happen, it doesn't happen again is through playing by the rules. I don't see that happening. Quantum Football says uh, Bush really won Florida by around 185,000 votes. Clinton disenfranchised the military vote and somehow a judge temporarily upheld it. Ah, I'll have to look into that. Like I said, I, I, I know hardly anything about how the 20, the 2000 election was actually decided. I've not looked at the history of it. And I was just, I was a little too young and I wasn't into politics obviously at the time to follow that story closely. So maybe I should look at that to get some insight into how this might develop next week manifesto says i'm late don't know if you two have talked about it yet but uh oh, sorry i gotta sneeze uh, don't know if you two have talked about it yet but have you seen the zombie biden ad it's hysterical <coughs> there we go uh, there goes the rona um i i saw people talking about it. i've not watched the ad yet probably the funniest political ad ever anyway love the show keep it up well thank you the the ad I did see the other day that I think is the greatest political ad I've ever seen was Trump throwing the MAGA hats around. I might play it on Sunday. Trump throwing the MAGA hats around and people, it had like Hillary slipping on the hat and then Hillary falling into the van because she got hit by the hat and Joe Biden watching the hat bounce around his basement. It was really well done. Um, 
fantastic political ad, whoever put it together. Matthew Sturgis says, thanks for the sanity safe space. Half of my family is talking about isolating for two weeks pre-Thanksgiving and maybe getting tested first. I had to call my mom and let her know that I will not do that. Interesting times. Stay safe, everybody. Well, you as well. I mean, this this is the sort of thing that I'm talking about that we will, al- not gonna be niggardly. we will allow the state and we will allow media propaganda to to sever ourselves from our families even and i'm not saying that's what your family is doing obviously they're they're doing what they can to be with their families but to, to be tricked or deceived into thinking you have to take all these insane precautionary measures just to have a dinner with your family on the holidays ah I, it's it's very disappointing I, it, it it goes to show how a, a properly wielded wedge of fear can really um, just screw up our entire lives and make us submit to control by people who want to control us. This whole year has been very illuminating in that way. And uh, I keep hoping that one day we're going to wake up and, and look back at 2020 and think, well, that was a lot of mistakes. We are not going to allow ourselves to be ruled by fear ever again. Instead, there's a huge percentage of the population that begs for more. Please, sir, can I have another? I loved all the lockdowns. I love being terrified out of my mind every day so much so that I have to plan to self-isolate for 14 days just to go see my family for a Thanksgiving dinner. Please make sure that my dinner is regulated when I get there, California style. The appetite for control and the eager submission to control is um, very disappointing this year. But I... I hope not to leave you with that much pessimism. I'm sorry, guys. We, we're going into an election. For all I know, it's going to turn out to be a fantastic event and a fantastic night. And maybe Trump is right. Maybe we're rounding the corner, not just on the virus, but hopefully on public opinion. I want to see people take back control of their own lives. I want to see people being happy and, and confident and free again instead of submitting to fear porn all the time. Anyway. That is my hope for what happens, and I hope that's what we're talking about next week at this time instead of doom and gloom. It is not my intent to bring you down. I hope that we have reasons for optimism, and that's what we'll bank on for next week. We, of course, um, will get back at it on Sunday, and we'll talk about all the pre-election festivities and and predictions and all that. Plus, we're going to be in costume on Sunday, so I hope that you'll join us. I think the costumes will be pretty fun. I don't think Susan will ban them for us. I've taken precautionary measures. So we hope to see you then. Talk about all the news uh, of the week. And um, gosh, I I, I don't even have stuff in my notes about what we're going to talk about. But I expect pretty much exclusively election. We'll see you then. Have a good night.